The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Lord knows they'll try. Silence of voice. Okay. The second. I'm uh, setting in for John. He's off today. And uh, we can talk about this COVID 19. I'm talking about the uh, what these governors are doing. You know what really just irritates the living hell out of me? We have remedies, folks. Hydroxychloroquine with zinc and other stuff. The American front, uh, frontier America, uh, Americans frontline doctors. They're using it with great success. They went all the way to the to D.C. Oh, we can't talk about them. They took them off of all. They took them down everywhere. I've got their stuff. I'm going to be putting. I have a home page, by the way, with just beginning, but I have some important stuff on it. It's called AlaskaMinuteMan.com. I have the proof of sunspots. It's not CO2. Sunspots and cloud cover is global warming. That CO2 is the result of, not the cause of, global warming. I got a video there, Deliver Us From Evil, about the pedophilia going on in the Catholic Church, which is, Catholic Church is God Almighty. There's so much pedophilia going on, and that's still going on. It's unbelievable. Just can't make this, like I say, just these pedophiles. What do you do with them? Shoot them, I guess. That's what I'd do. Can't fix them. And it's just rampant in America and around the world. And I got a couple other videos about abortion, the silent scream. That just, that's what turns me off. Any, uh, If you will abort children up to nine months or send them out on a thing after they're born and go hey mama what do you think about this child over should we just get away and let them die or not I'm sorry Murlock out of the bible we're done there's nothing more to talk about nobody does that that has a soul and any moral you just don't do that so anyway getting back to this other there's so many aspects to it but you have to understand who you are you have a birthright you have Natural rights, unalienable rights. You got civil rights. There's the right to go to court and challenge any one of the several states or somebody from a foreign country or a corporation. Uh, 
You can do any of those. The only person that has political rights is a who? The people of the several states. That's not right in the Constitution. People of the several states. That's it. We sign up to the character of a citizen of the United States. Congress made this thing up statutorily. It's a made-up status. These governors got no stroke. They aren't public officers. There's nobody going to challenge it. We got Curtis's case back in, in uh, North Carolina now on the National Voter Registration Act. We're probably going to have Rapper's case in Minnesota. Attorneys can't do that. I guarantee you. Even Sidney Powell for General Flint, she's not going there. She can't. But I got to give her kudos, man. I'm telling you, that woman is, I'm going to be putting that on my homepage too. I listened to all five hours of that uh, Sullivan, United States District Court. That guy should be tried for treason and his amicus curie. And what was it all about? It was right in there. Uh, soon as uh, Sidney Powell started, Sullivan, did you meet with the president? What did you talk about? On and on and on. He said, why did you go to the president? He says, tell him not, do not pardon General Flint. Because she's going to beat those SOBs. They will lose. Eventually. So they can sue the suckers and get back. You'll never be whole, but at least you'll have some money to go buy a home again. She's really good. And that government's attorney was good to her, too. I may get time, probably won't get time to go over that today much, but this other is so important. But I'm going to get, I'm going to suck out the audio out of that as I get time here, because I'm working on several criminal briefs here, because I'm not an attorney. But uh, what's on the passport? It says right at the bottom, are you a citizen slash National of the United States. Right on your passport. Look on the right-hand side. So what do you want to be? They don't have that. They have it on the bottom of the application, but they don't have you select that. So you we're going to have somebody maybe try that. I've never tried it yet because I got a passport, so I don't have, that's just another battle. I don't have the time for it. You can only pick the battles as you need to or somebody that's competent. They have both statuses on the passport. It's on the passport. See, the thing that I found out, we got the devil and we got the, the Christian, we got the, the creator side. The devil can't copy the truth. What he does is he has to imitate something that cons us. The truth is always there. That's one thing I've found. It's always there. The problem is finding it because we have the devil, the Satan is in charge down here of the earth. He's, this is his domain. He's just, he's having a hell of a good time. He knows his time is, is limited. Mark and George, you got a question or a comment about anything that's going on in the, our republic or the lack thereof? Well, uh, the counterfeit republic will tell you that privileges and immunities are as good as rights. 
what I've been getting across to people. When the 14th Amendment says you can't question the public debt, I say we need to question the 14th Amendment. You are well, good sir, that uh, you are well aware that the 14th Amendment was unlawfully coerced upon the South at Bayonet Point, and all its stated goals are disingenuous. Privileges and immunities are not right. They completely ignored that Johnson had issued amnesty to the veterans of the Confederacy. And when it says the public debt can't be questioned, well, gee, I wonder who put that in there. And I trust you're also aware that Bill Benson meticulously, not merely documented, but substantiated with court-certified documents, that neither the 16th nor 17th Amendments were legitimately ratified. And our political system is willfully ignorant of that fact. Right? I would agree with this. And what's even more amazing since the United States of America has taken over, and if the people of the several states don't have political rights, the next question, who does? Well, guess what I found? See, they like to rub our nose in this. But you're not yeah. going to find it without Westlaw. I went in and looked. It says, quote, the United States of America is a sovereign body politic, end quote. That's Congress. The United States of America is a sovereign body politic. I don't think so. But today they are, and I, if we have time, I'll cover some of that today with black and white evidence. Go ahead. But you, you mean, uh, if I understand you correctly, you mean in the way that they immune themselves from any kind of remedy in terms of owning up that they've lied to us repeatedly. Is, what is, do they, I understand that correctly? What they have done in the Constitution of the United States, our founders were extremely smart people, boy. They're really smart. There's two places they use ordain and establish. In the Constitution yeah. of the United States, and they put it in Article 3, so it could not go away. There has to be a remedy in the limited jurisdiction of the courts of the United States within the several states. They do not exist today. What they did is in 1913, when they passed the 17th Amendment, there's nobody home. So the year, two years before that, in the Judiciary Act, they uh, got around and they said they got rid of the circuit courts of the United States. Those were the appellate courts. Well, their judicial okay. power was transferred to the lower District Court of the United States. And I said, well, how can the appellate court, judicial, constitutional, judicial power, go to a lower court? No, I now I know why. Because, you see, as soon as they started this nonsense of citizen of the United States as the Supreme under the 14th, they don't have standing in constitutional courts. So in 1875, they modified the Judiciary Act of 1789 that was just as good as gold. And we had something now, which you're probably familiar with, may or may not be called a federal question. That's codified in 28 U.S.C. 1331. And I tracked it all the way through because I have Westlaw and I can do that. So what they did is, so what they did is they transferred the judicial power to the District Court of the United States. That was the only constitutional court left in 1911. 28 U.S.C. what? 28 U.S.C. I want to get the citation down. For the uh, United States District Court is 28 U.S.C. 13, uh, uh, 132. That's the United States District Courts. But this other came out of the 
uh, Judicial Code of 1911. And if you'll email me at IRS at Alaska Minuteman and tell me what you're looking for, I'll give it to you. They changed that in 1911, so they got rid of the circuit courts of the United States. So all we had left was the district courts of the United States, the constitutional courts. So then what they did is in 1934, they said, oh, we're going to create uh, uh, substantive rights. We're going to do away with this law and equity stuff, which they can't do. They did that in 1934 with civil, 1940 with criminal. But they're still stuck. So they created the United States District Courts in 1948. So why do we need a new court? I thought the District Court of the United States was doing just, it was doing just damn well. When our republic, it's a constitutional court, it's doing law and equity, just like Article 1 or Article 3, clauses uh, 1 and 2. It's exercising judicial power of the United States. Why do we need a new one? Because the fictional stuff can't go there. Regulations can't go there. So they created a new United States District Court. That is in 28 U.S.C. 132. And in C, they have judicial power of a district court. Wait a minute. Judicial power of a district court doesn't equal judicial power of the United States. That's the constitutional stuff. Judicial power of a district court is what? And where is the authority? And they print it in the revisor's note. What is the authority for the United States District Court? Oh, we copied the Territorial Court of Hawaii, and we did it because of, quote, accepted practice, end quote. I kid you not. Because we had so to figure out what the hell was going on. So if I understand correctly, you're saying that what we like to think are states are actually territories of the District of Columbia. No, what they're what what is going on? The everything is there because they have hoodwinked us into signing up to be citizens of the United States. They are acting as what's called sovereign states of the United States of America. They're acting in a you could call it a territorial status, but they're not ter- territories. But they're under the plenary power of Congress. And can we prove that? Oh. Hold on a minute, then I'll pull it up, and I'll read it to you yourself. Let me pull it right up. Well, I know that the Constitution says that Congress has the authority to create rules for these territories, but that's not supposed to apply to the states, but they apply it anyway, legally, but not lawfully, right? No, no, they they can do it. Give me just a second here, let me find the uh, Mooney's case. And I'll, I'll read the uh, just a second here. I'll read it to you. Uh, just a second here. Um, I gotta find it, and I'll read it to you so there's no error. Let me go in here. Uh, and if, uh, like I say, if people will email me, I'll send you the stuff. This is just part of this. Uh, um, this is part of what's. Uh, in that uh, appellate brief that I have. Uh, just a minute here. No, I got the wrong thing here. Just a minute. Call the G-Wiz here. I'm having trouble here. Uh, there's two court cases, and I'm telling you, that'll scare the living hell out of you. What I'm going to tell you here in just a minute, as soon as I find it. United States District 
see here how big I'll be to in just a minute. They actually tell us what they're doing. See, that's what I like about this. I like using their stuff. Okay. First of all, uh, there we go, right here. Two court cases. This is in uh, Eastern Metal Corporation versus Martin. 191 F SUP 245. 191FSUPP 245. United States District Court is an inferior court, inferior to the United States Supreme Court. Now, see how they use the United States Supreme Court instead of the Supreme Court of the United States. The district is a tribunal created under the power given in Congress by Article 1, Section 8, Clause 9. That's legislative. Article 1 is legislative. That's a legislative court of the United States Constitution. See how they used it, the United States Constitution, which provide Congress shall, quote, to constitute tribunals inferior to the Supreme Court. The creation and composition of the United States District Court is presently set forth in 28 U.S.C. 132. Thank you. The United States District Court only has jurisdiction as Congress confers upon the court. So now we go to the second one. This is there's only two cases I've found so far, where they because they want to keep this under wraps. And when we got this into the appellate court, boy, oh boy, they said, "Well, you didn't quote that earlier, so we're not going to use it." Now here's the second one. This is this is where the rubber meets the the rubber uh, meets the road. There shall be in each judicial district the judicial power of a district court may be exercised by a single judge. That's unbelievable. But continue on. This provision should be noticed. It is fundamental that the district judge has no judicial power individually. Well, that's good. His judicial power is exercised as a representative of the court. Jurisdiction is lodged in a court, not in a person. The court, the judge exercising the jurisdiction, acts for the court. That's the first thing. That damn judge is representing the court. Let's go to the second part. District courts are solely the creation of statutes, which is true, and the place in which the judge thereof may exercise jurisdiction is subject absolutely to the control of Congress. Thank you very much. Ball game over. What's going on? There are legislative courts under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 9. The court, the judge represents the court, and the court is under the control of Congress. Those are tribunals, and that's a fact, and they print it. Now, who is the judicial power of the United States? They say the United States of America is a sovereign body politic. Why is that true? I got 110 cases. They print this stuff, folks, because citizens of the United States have no political power. Congress has all of the political power. They created courts that they control, called the United States District Courts in 1948. And they print that they are not under Article 3, Sections 1 and 2. That's a fact. Comment? Oh, boy. What a legalistic, screwed-up mess. Uh, if you want it, oh, like I say, boy. email me uh, today. Anybody that emails me at irs at alaskabetterman.com, I'll give you the complete 14,000, pages documented. Stuff. Back in a minute. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. 
I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Some people say a man is made out of mud A poor man's made out of muscle and blood Muscle and blood and skin and bones A mind that's weak and a back that's strong You load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in depth St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to the company store Okay, here we go, and uh, Mark and Georgia, are you still there or not? Well, I'll tell you what. You can't make up this stuff. I've documented it. From the Madison Compromise, once they started off, they weren't going to have federal courts with judicial power of the United States. 
and I've documented it all the way through with their stuff. And the other thing that is absolutely astounding is all of the CFRs are smoke and mirrors nonsense. And we're probably not going to get time to go into all of that today. By the way, I do have a show every Sunday. Uh, it's on at, uh, oh, let's see, it would be at 5 o'clock, 5 to 7 uh, Sunday, Central Standard Time, and I go over all this stuff. I'll take on anybody, any question. I'll debate anybody with facts and law. Boston, got a question or comment? Neil? Hello. Hello there. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Howdy. Okay, can you hear me? I can. Okay, cool. Uh, Thanks for... um Thanks for everything. Uh, my question is, uh, I just got um, jury duty uh, about a week ago, and it's for uh, grand jury duty. And um, I just uh, wanted advice. I, I'm, believe me, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to go in there and, like, tell everybody that, like, you know, I'm a whatever, like a Republican. Like, I'm just going to go in. I've been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> Are you? Well, well, I, let me ask you this: Have you been yeah. selected for the grand jury? No. Well, I've been. Um, no, no. Like um, it's in like uh, early. Uh, it's like late November. I. I so yeah, okay. I, I, I haven't been selected for anything yet. Okay, jury or grand jury. Okay, because I'm, I'm going to go over grand jury because you raised a really important issue. But yeah. go ahead with the question. What's 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 your question? Well, if I get on. The jury, which I want to do, what should I do? Like, how should I go about how I conduct myself? Okay, well, first of all, that sort of thing. The only citizens of the United States are allowed on the juries. Now, how do they pull this off? Now, I mean, you can go on, just keep your mouth shut. All it won't advise you one way or the other. But if you, uh, is this state or federal? Uh, state. Okay, they'll, they're, they're still going to, at some point, they've got to do this. I don't know about Boston, uh, uh, when they do it. I can tell you about Alaska. I can tell you about all federal courts because they need everyone's consent. Okay. So what happens in a federal court and in Alaska, before Jeopardy attaches to the jury, what they will do they will say, is anybody here not a citizen of the United States? They won't say, are you not a citizen of the United States? Well, everybody, nobody knows what the hell it is. You think anybody's going to pop up? No, they sit there. And if you, the person that's got in the hot seat, don't object, you just surrendered and agreed to be tried by citizens of the United States that have no political rights and don't have a freaking clue what the hell is going on. And how would they? They're not taught. Not, not their fault. Now, the issue that you get in a grand jury, this is more important. I started to talk about this, and I got sidetracked because I, I never script anything. I just, I've, I just, I've got so much information right now, um, I don't know what to say. But anyways, what happens in the grand jury? Here's how they get around it, what they do. They did this to Trump, this out-of-control prosecutor says, I want to see that man's tax returns. So she goes straight to the grand jury 
and says, I want to see the grand the tax returns. And the grand jury does have the right to subpoena the tax returns. That's a fact. But how does she get straight to the grand jury? Here's the way the law is written. It's in the federal code, by the federal stuff. I don't know about uh, what what state is Boston in Massachusetts? Massachusetts, yeah. And this is a yeah. state grand jury, by the way. This is not federal. Yeah. So okay, but uh, it's it's state to say what what's supposed to happen? How do they keep? Could there's a, such a this stuff is so simple when you see it. Who determines probable cause? They always say, oh, we got to have probable cause. Probable cause is a mixed question of law and facts. Can the prosecutor do that? No. Can the grand jury do that? No. So who makes a determination of probable cause? They just kind of fluff over it. So how's the system set to work? Oh, I think I hear music. Hold on. We'll be back in a minute. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Extend your life with Extendo Vite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, 
bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with extendovite. Let me tell you how it Okay, will. this is Ralph. I'm sitting in John and uh, Boston. Are you still there, Neil? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah. I went and looked up Massachusetts. It just took me a couple seconds to look it up. Massachusetts does have uh, preliminary examinations. And they also reference Rule 5.1, which what they usually do, they put it into a rule of court and they never do it. That's what Alaska does. And I got this from an attorney uh, up here, a very high-profile attorney. And he said, you'll never see one. Now, how is this all supposed to work? It's codified today at 18 U.S.C. 3060, preliminary examinations. It's, it's still there. Everything's all there. you got to ask for it. you got to demand it. But what here's, Do I have here's, to do it as, as a grand juror? No. Well, let me, let me explain it to you. This, this, okay. this, this is not supposed to work. You get arrested. You go to right. the pokey. If it's a mm-hmm. felony... Usually misdemeanors may not have it, but for a felony, you must have what's called a preliminary examination. Why is that? What happens is the prosecutor, number one, has to identify a crime. Like in, in Trump's case for those taxes, there's no crime. He's just on a fishing exposition. So they have to identify the crime. Number two, they have to bring in some sort of evidence before a judge, which is supposed to be independent, so the judge looks at the sworn evidence, got to be real evidence, and he looks to see if there's a really a crime. And then you also have a right as the accused to show up and you can testify or not and bring in a limited number of evidence to exonerate yourself. Now, why is this important? Number one, because everything's out in front of the people. We'll get to see what the hell is going on. We get to see if there is there really a crime. Is the prosecutor just a, a pain political like they are today? Because the judge sits in between, and the judge, he looks at the evidence, both sides. He advises you as the accused. Now, is there anything you want to change? Because your testimony will be used against you. No. He then makes a determination of probable cause, which is a mixed question of law. Number one, does the law exist? a crime, i.e., is there some facts to support it, he sends it to the grand jury. The grand juries are secret. Okay? And you don't have a right to show up. You don't have a right to do any damn thing. But what happens if you have a grand jury that's got two sides of the same 
issue. I mean, if you got two kids in a pissing match, do you just interview one? No. You got to have both sides of the problem because a prosecutor is not going to tell you what's going on. He's a liar and a thief anymore. Most of them are crooked. So he tells you the government side. The right. grand jury has the power of subpoena, but wouldn't it help to know both sides of the story and then they can subpoena whatever evidence they want? It can then still be kept secret. Then they issue a bill of indictment signed by the grand jury foreman. And it goes to the courts. Of course, what they want to do today is these bill of particulars, which don't have a damn thing to do in it with anything of take of what the preliminary examination is. Now, what they do is they say, oh, no, we're going to go straight to the grand jury. There's not going to be a preliminary examination. That's what they did with the uh, cop in this uh, recent one, uh, Brianna Reynolds. They went straight to the grand jury. It's all secret. He don't get to show up. He's. He's hung with no way to explain what's going on. Not that the attorney general of uh, Kentucky looks like he's a Republican guy, but who made the determination of probable cause? That's a damn good question. They Nobody challenges this stuff. You have to ask for a preliminary examination. So when you get into the grand jury, if that's what you're selected for, and that's what the I am question, selected for. Well, the question I would ask the first question out of my mouth, I'm just a dumb old hick here from, from Massachusetts, but I want to know who made the determination of probable cause. Prosecutor can't. If he did, the whole thing, he loses. You can't did do I it because you jury. I know, but you said that so fast, I couldn't, like, I'm writing this stuff down. Sure, okay. Uh if you get in a grand jury... Yeah, number one. The first question you would ask is, who made the determination of probable cause? Because that's a mixed question of law and right. fact. Who did that? And no matter what he says, he's done. He can't say it was him. He can't say it was you, because the grand jury technically is not even part of the executive or... The uh, judicial, they're actually uh, a separate entity of the people. He can't answer right. that question. That one question says, who made the determination of probable cause? And okay. if that gets to the person that's being accused, they're going to lose. Nobody ever asked that question because you don't know. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I, like I said, like uh, I just want to be armed when I go in there. Um, all you no. got to remember is who made the determination of probable cause that's a mixed question of law and fact, and get him to answer. All right. Well, thank you, and um, and I'll uh, keep listening. And, 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 and if you get on the uh, grand oh, jury, or if you get, get on, on the jury. jury. Huh? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm hearing this. Like, what if I get on the jury itself? Okay. If you get on a jury, email me. Okay. Give me the charges, because here's what they do not do. These charges all have what's called essential elements. Essential elements, all right. Right. And they never tell you what they are. They have, gotcha. and you, you have a, a essential elements, like if there was three essential elements, every one of those has to be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. Usually they only have gotcha. one. Okay. Gotcha. Like, beyond, like, oh my yeah, God. Okay. Yeah, email me at irs at alaskaminuteman.com, and I will look it up, 
and I guarantee you, they don't. They they never give all of the essential elements. All tax cases are all smoke and mirrors nonsense. Well, all these speculation. Um, and uh, I'll keep you posted. I'll I'll email you and thanks for your help. Okay. All right. Great. God bless America. You betcha. All right. West Virginia. Question, comment. Yeah. I uh, also I, ho- I hope that guy's. Uh, been off long enough to get back on the listen because also for anybody that's been charged or is on the grand jury the grand jury has the right to uh, hire their own investigators and before they make a decision and the the uh, prosecutor whatever the prosecutor spends on a case to prosecute or prosecute the grand jury has the same authority to spend the same amount of money with a, a an investigator to look into it, and also they have also have to give you the law in written of what they're talking about, what what the uh, substance is, what the uh, subject is, and what the law is, so that you can make your own decision. You can spend as much money as you want being on the grand jury. But once you get on the grand jury, after you're already picked to be on there. But you have to know to ask for all those things. That's the thing. You have to know to ask for it. You have to say, like I say, who made the determination of probable cause? What are the essential elements that that we should be looking at? Nobody asks those questions in grand jury. How the hell do you know? That's that's why I mentioned it, Ralph. That's why I mentioned it. So hopefully he hears that. They have the right to to have an investigator, a private investigator. It doesn't have to be a state or state police or anybody else. They can can hire an investigator, and the state has to pay for it. And the same way as if you're the one that's being charged, you can have an investigator hired, and they have to pay for it, you know, if you're indigent. I don't know about that. I do know about it because I've been there too many times. Which, which, uh, Which state, state or federal? Excuse me? State. Whole state, oh, state. 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 Which? Which uh, state? Multiple states. Arizona, okay. West Virginia, uh, well, that, Arkansas. Okay. You're, you're, you're talking about something that I don't know, so we'll take it as it's probably true, but okay. I, I don't have an answer to that one. All right. Well, it, it, a couple other things I was wanting to say is, Ralph, you jump around so much, it's, I think it's pretty hard for people to understand you. I can kind of keep up with you because you because I studied law for so many years. Uh, but I was wondering also if you have a, uh, what your remedies are. Oh, I've got quite a few of them. One is to take, the, take it to these people. One is to take them to court and not let them get away with this stuff. I'm fighting one right now in Alaska. There's no preliminary examination. They uh, are operating in the 3rd Judicial District in Alaska, uh, which is under the Alaska Bar, the Executive Institute of the 3rd District and Venue. I've got one of those going. Uh, I've got one, uh, uh, Curtis, in North Carolina. Uh, they won't tell him the nature and the cause. They won't. Uh, it's on assistance to counsel. He's in jail right now. We're challenging the uh, – there's no public officers and all that. And uh, the most important case I got right now is if you email me, there's the Mooney's case. We fought through United States District Court. We fought through the Court of Claims because I had to find out how to get into the Court of Claims. I had to find out what kind of court it was. Then we went into the Federal Circuit Court of Appeals, had to find out who they are. And there, 
it's it's all lined out. I mean, it's the only way you find out is I'm going in and I research it out, and I have to take time to get their stuff to find out who are they and how do they work. And the thing that I'm finding out, there's nobody using the laws of the United States. There are no courts for the several states today. There's no constitutional courts because there's no elections for stuff. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's totally out of control. And what they do is they get around and the regulatory stuff they use all the time, CFRs, there's no CFR has the force and effect of law because there's the formal and there's an informal way to have it work. And I finally got those figured out after I found how it works. And so we're challenging me on that. That's in the uh, Moody's case on this. Uh, it's uh, uh, right. 20-1075 if you want to go in and download it yourself or... Uh, uh. I understand what you're saying, Ralph, because I've studied 20-some years of law in studying the legal and the statutes and codes, and then I realized I was in the wrong place. And then when I studied in true law, then it didn't take me very long to find out what the remedy was. And I filed for the, on the remedy, and I've never had any problems since. Have you stepped out of the system? Yes, I have. Okay, you, you have a remedy where you've actually won a case, right? I have a remedy where I don't use no driver's license. They have no jurisdiction, period. When I go into court, if they, if some cop that doesn't know what, what's going on or some sheriff's deputy, Federal and I just let them play their game, bring me into court, then the, the okay. judge says, well, I already know him. Okay, so, I've, I've done a lot of stuff driving without license and all that other stuff. But my question is, give me some direct written evidence because I want to see it. And I'm not saying that what you're saying is not true. I've already done. I've done some. I don't have a computer and a fax machine. But I can tell you, you can look up, though. I can can tell you where you can look it up, though. And it's filed in public records if you'd like to. Well, mail it to me because we've got somebody else here. We've got someone. Okay. Well, it seems like when somebody talks to you about these things, you don't want to hear it, Ralph. I do. That's why I, I do love you. I love you. you don't Dad, have a I listen computer. to you all the time. Every show you have, I listen to you. But I'm, 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 what, I'm asking what, you for the evidence. What am I? What am I missing? Well, which first of all, you have to prove that you're a living, breathing man, not lost. Okay, all, all the these things thing. I agree with, but I want to see where it's happened. So you've got some evidence from a public record, a court, and I, I, you can call me. My number is not. I'll give you my mailing address if you don't have a computer and you don't have internet. See, I, I'm not saying you're not what you're saying is not true. I've done all kinds of this type of stuff, but it doesn't work for everybody. I want to see in the public record your evidence, and I don't think that's asking too much. And you either got to mail it to me or send it over the internet. That's, that's it. All right. Oh, all right. Give me give me your, if you don't want to give me your mailing address and give oh, it to me. Oh, I'll give you a mailing address. Right. I'll give okay, it. Sure, it's you. P.O. Box. On, hold, on, just, hold on just one minute. Let me get my pen working here. All right. Go for it. P.O. Box 87. P.O. Box. P.O. Box. What is it? P.O. Box 87. 87. 93. 93. 83. 83. And the. Town is Wasilla, W-A-S-I-L-L-A. W-A-S what? I-L-L-A. Wasilla. Gotcha. 
Okay, I got Wasilla. Alaska, spell it out. Nine nine six eight seven. Nine nine six eight seven. Absolutely. Nine nine six eight seven. I look at everything, but what I do require, because I don't have, I have a lot of people that have a lot of ideas, and some of them well, are very. I, I want to see the is, evidence because. I'm, I'm sorry, but I have brother. been down that road before, and if I don't see the evidence, I have evidence. You ask me for something, I'll give it to you. I'll show you where well, it is. I'll, I'll send you what I filed, and it's some public records in the yeah. courthouse. I'll look, and, uh, I'll look forward to getting um, So the zip code is 99687? Yep. Mm-hmm. And you got okay, my brother. you know my name, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Ra- Ralph, uh, went the road, isn't it? I mean, hold on, yep. to Ralph, A-R-A-L. P-H. Uh, that's P-H. Right, and the last name is W, it's spelled the word winter, W-I-N-T-E-R, then add another R-O-W-D, Roman numeral two. O-W-D. Yeah, let me stop. G. And then that okay. what you said, winter, winter road, then what? At Roman numeral two, the second. Okay. Okay. Okay, send yeah, it. I'll, I'll send look you at exactly it. what I got filed, and I'll tell you what county it is and everything. I'll okay, send you a copy of what I, just, I filed I in the courthouse. Okay, I, I just got to see it. I spent Great. a lot of years, brother, studying studying the law, legal, and all that. And then I realized, man, I'm in the wrong area here. I wasted a lot well, of years over that. I, I, I've won all kinds of traffic cases. I've won all kinds of misdemeanor cases. But the thing is, they are not something that somebody else can do without an awful lot of knowledge. I'm looking for the core issue of what the hell is wrong in this country. And that's well, what I'm looking for. I think I found a core issue on their jurisdiction, but I'm still I'm still uh, learning about how to to do it properly. I don't jump into anything I don't know for sure. Sure. I'm still learning how sure. to properly get out of the property. Okay, well, anyway, I, I got another caller. We got a little bit of time here. So, anyway, get it, mail it to me. I'll look at it. Okay? Pat, Fort Worth, question, comment? Uh, yeah, Ralph. Uh, what is this about the Democrats are trying to add uh, Supreme Court justices because uh, they're so afraid of that lady going in and losing their abortion? Uh, can they do that? Because- Okay, well, the real simple story is, which is out there, is the bottom line is the Democrats have never been able to convince enough people to be communist, socialist, and anarchist. So what they, what they can't do through Congress or the legislature, they've been doing, they've figured out they can do it through the judicial activism of these courts that are going outside the Constitution because, you see, you have to really understand technically there's not one judge is bound by the Constitution of the United States because they don't hold an office, but that's neither here nor there. They do take oaths, some of them. The ones in Alaska can't get 41 little words right. They all are employees. They're not public officers. There's a big difference in the status. But what they're doing with the Supreme Court, when we have it swinging to constitutionalists, actually interpreting the Constitution, then you try to stack the court like FDR did. So you put okay. in more people and oh. then so that they'll be there. Then we can hopefully swing the court back uh, to where uh, uh, we'll have these liberals up there that will vote for all kinds of crazy stuff. 
like uh, Ginsburg did. She voted for all kinds of stuff to take our basically take our guns away and all kinds of people don't don't they don't want to talk about it. She was a piece of garbage. She yeah, did not interpret the Constitution. The judge, if you watch uh, Barrett say, my job is to take me wherever the law goes. We have a Constitution. We have a representative form of government called a republic. And they are bound by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are places they can't go. They just ignore it. Because they're technically, well, you know, they aren't really bound by it. But go ahead. Another one. Uh, I used to think uh, that the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals over there in Louisiana uh, seemed like they were pretty good. Uh, but, uh, you know, what they did, well, maybe they were, because Norma Jean McCorvey went over there and tried to repeal Roe v. Wade, and they, they wouldn't hear it or do it back out or something. And anyway, it turns out that the Guardian, which I, you know, I could throw by the tail, is they're not worthy. Uh, they just reported that uh, Norma Jean McCorvey, before she died, she recanted that any of that was her idea. That she got four hundred thousand dollars from uh, from the uh, pro life people, Flip Benham and Sheik, and and uh, said that she was told to say all that, and she's still for a woman's right to choose because she was having a relationship with some woman or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. I don't know any of those people, and um, I don't know which circuit. I know the the Ninth Circuit has been so corrupt. Uh, it's unbelievable, but it's gradually uh, Trump is, thank God, Trump is putting in some people that are, hopefully we can get some constitutionally type uh, uh, just things instead of this legislating from the courts. See, people don't even know these United States District Courts have no authority except in their little corner of the world. They can't go nationwide, but they do. Even the Court of Appeals can't. That's why they put in the Federal Circuit Court of Appeals in uh, 1982, supposedly, it was going to be like the constitutional courts that we had up through the circuit courts of the United States. See, those circuit courts of the United States, up until 1911, any decision they made was good all across the United States. Any district court of the United States was good but that stopped in 1948 for the district courts of the United States and it stopped for the circuit courts, the appellate courts, in 1911. So all of these decisions today are only good in their little corner of the world. But they... Well, that's they, a pretty they, good corner there at Eastern Louis, that uh, New Orleans Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals is a real big district. It covers a lot of states. That's the only states that those that's the only states that those appellate decisions are any good and, and in reality it's not a constitutional court. Well, I know all that. But uh did another question, is it true that uh Clinton he uh he got rid of all the federal judges? Uh people say it was district attorneys, but I I can't figure that out how what he could have yeah, done that. I, I, I asked my my uh, uh, recollection is he fired a whole bunch of the, or most of the district attorneys. Yes. I think Trump said that, too. No, oh, district attorneys. Oh, okay. Well, every time anything gets done around here, a federal judge stops it. Well, well, what we got to do, what's going to happen, I think, you watch, when Trump gets reelected, which he will, 
It's going to be a hell of a fight because they're doing everything to corrupt this whole system. You're going to see the Federal Reserve go away. Uh, I'm I'm also, I'm seeing stuff that uh, the average person is not seeing. Many of things is he's gotten rid of regulations. But what he did for the W-4, what the W-4 is where you volunteer to do the internal revenue corruption. What they did of the new W-4s, they're called implied in law contracts. They offer and you accept. And what it does is it creates an obligation on your side, but no obligation on the other side. That's the same thing as a Form 1040. They're an implied in law contracts. So what has happened since Trump has got in, they changed the W-4. Because there used to be a box marked you could seven where you could step out of technically I'm not required but you had to modify it because you were still in the system what has happened now with the new W4s if people would just read the instructions there's no box seven what has to happen you have to write in exempt down there below 4B or D or where you have to write in the words exempt yourself and send it back now what does that accomplish That is your offer because you actually wrote it in. You wrote in the word exempt. You are saying, no, here is my implied-in-law contract. I'm offering, I'm exempt, and that will stand in law. That's amazing. But nobody uh, knows. Nobody's going to tell you this. But if you look uh, down in the instructions, it tells you how to do exempt, but you have to write it in. But that's the reason behind it, because it's your offer back to them, handwritten by you and signed. This is your offer to them, and they have to accept the W-4, because that's the only thing they can do to get you to sign up. Amazing. Well, at this point in time where we got a a deduction from your paycheck, you put exempt from them, and you won't get have a very job job very long. You'll be gone. They're scared of it. I know. Now we are. Okay, well, I hear the music. So anyways, uh, I guess John will be back tomorrow. So God willing, what's up with the Federalities are everywhere. And I have a show Sunday, 5 to 7. It's the least we can do for the red, white, and blue. We must take America back. We must take America Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.